Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. Are you doing the best for your client to help them create their legacy? Are you creating a plan that goes far beyond finances to help people ensure that it becomes the driving force behind all decisions? On this podcast, hosts Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller will help you with growing your practice and your client's peace of mind. Together, they bring the best and brightest minds to share with you how to help your clients develop their best legacy. And now, here are your hosts, Katie Beth and Stan. Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. I'm your guest host, Rod Hatley of Hatley Law Group here in San Diego. And today, my guest is CPA and reverse mortgage specialist, Amanda Keith of uh, Mutual of Omaha. Uh, Amanda, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Rod. Great to be here. Uh, let's see. So uh, you are a reverse mortgage specialist. You're also a CPA. So you obviously know numbers. Can you <laughs> share with our listeners how it was that, well, why, why did you become a CPA and why are you now working as a reverse mortgage specialist so that people kind of understand your your journey? Yeah, well, my first career was as a CPA, and I am still licensed as a CPA in school. I just, I did. I was drawn to numbers. I was very good at them, and uh, I ended up getting my undergrad in accounting and then going on to get my master's and working in public accounting at PricewaterhouseCoopers, and I, I stayed in the accounting field for many years, uh, and then I decided to change careers about nine years ago. Uh, my sister influenced me to do that. And I'm really glad that I, I did because I find the reverse mortgage field very fulfilling. Okay. Um, <clears throat> why don't we talk just for a minute about the reverse mortgage? Because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. And uh, can you briefly describe uh, what it is and how it benefits the clients for whom it's a, a good answer? Absolutely. So a reverse mortgage, the easiest way to think of it, it's a loan with deferred repayment. So I work with uh, mature Americans, ages 55 or over, to help them tap some of the equity that they've worked so hard to accumulate in their home so that they can have a more comfortable retirement. I don't know if you know this, Rod, but the average American holds about 70 to 80% of their net worth in their home equity. So the reverse mortgage is an opportunity to tap some of that, what's usually the largest asset. Usually my clients come to me um, when a lot of them come to me when they're going through big life events, um, like when they're mm -hmm. retiring or thinking about retiring and they're wondering, how am I going to keep making that mortgage payment? Or I could keep making that mortgage payment, but maybe I don't want to. So then a reverse mortgage could be a good option for them. Um, I work with a lot of widows that have just lost their spouse. And that means they lost one of those social security income checks. So that can make making a mortgage payment or paying other bills much more difficult. I work with a lot of people going through divorce. Uh, when someone wants to stay in the home and have a way to buy out the spouse, they can do that with a reverse mortgage. Um, I help people that are coming to that point in their life where they need to pay for some in-home care or, or a spouse's care maybe in a, in a nursing home, and they can use the reverse mortgage to tap the equity to pay for care as well. So um, lots of different ways that the reverse mortgage is used. The number one way that it's used, though, is a refinance of an existing traditional mortgage into the reverse mortgage, which eliminates all the monthly mortgage payments for as long as the borrower lives in the home. It's a real, real godsend for, for my clients that are looking to have some more cash in retirement. 
Thank you for that. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Share with us um, what what do you like best about what you do these days? And maybe on the flip side, it still has to be done, but it may be not your favorite thing to do, although certainly it has to be taken care of. Can you share uh, some insights about those? So my favorite things to do are to meet with clients and introduce them to this loan that many of them have never heard of or just heard of and had no idea existed. Um, so it's, it's great to introduce people to something that's really going to change the rest of their lives for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as what is more difficult um, sometimes, like I said, I'm, I'm working with people who might have just lost a loved one. Um, my mother-in-law, for instance, I helped her get a reverse mortgage a couple of years ago after her husband passed away. Um, they, she did just lose one of those Social Security income checks. So she was not only grieving, but struggling to figure out how to make a mortgage payment. So um, I, do, I do work with a lot of people going through, you know, life struggles. Uh, so that's probably the hardest part of what I do. Understood. Um, let's see. I think you've hinted at it, but uh, for you, the ideal client is uh, someone age 55 or older. Uh, is that typically the yeah. that you're looking at? Yeah, we at? have two different types of loans. So the Jumbo Reverse Mortgage, which is typically for home values, a million or more, which since we're in California is the, the, the majority of them. Um, that's available to people 55 and over. And then we've got the federally insured reverse mortgage, which is called a HECM or a home equity conversion mortgage. And that is available to people 62 and over. So I work with people when I meet with them, I, I look at, you know, how much do they owe on the property? How much, what's the estimated value of the property? How old are they? Um, you know, we, we do a complimentary proposal and we'll look at both of those options for them. So 55 is the minimum age that I could possibly help anyone. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, let's see. Um, how, how do people uh, find out about your services? I mean, how do you market yourself? Obviously, you're with uh, your company. I would have to imagine does uh, probably a, a pretty robust job of getting information out there. But uh, for the clients that you work with, how do they typically come to you? Uh, can you share that? Yeah, so most of my referrals come through my networking partners. I do quite a bit of networking. I'm on the board of the Financial Planning Association. I'm involved in the Estate Planning Council of San Diego. I'm part of the Professional Fiduciary Association of California. I am in Provisors, as you know. Uh, So I, I get most of my referrals from advisors, such as financial advisors, um, you know, other attorneys who advise their clients, also, all, you know, trusted advisors, so estate planning attorneys, family law attorneys, bankruptcy attorneys, uh, fiduciaries, which professional fiduciaries are, um, you know, people who oftentimes have seniors that they're helping to navigate through, uh, through retirement or through dementia or things like that. Uh, realtors I work with because I can help people buy houses with reverse mortgages. So that's for people, seniors that are downsizing. I can help them purchase a loan with a, purchase a home with a one-time down payment and no monthly mortgage payments. And I work with mortgage lenders because I specialize in reverse and many mortgage lenders only focus on conventional mortgages. Uh, so they'll refer to me if they're unable to help someone with financing because of you know, not enough income or whatever the case may be, they often refer to me as well. So, um, yeah, lots of lots of different routes of where I receive 
leads from, definitely. And Mutual of Omaha, like you said, they're a great company. They they do a lot of marketing, and it's a great company to have behind me. They've been in business for about 120 years, so everybody knows the name Mutual of Omaha. Sure. You mentioned uh, the the phrase trusted advisor, and uh, that's always something um, I guess we all uh, aspire, I think, to become a trusted advisor. But what does that mean to you, if you can share with our listeners, uh, what, how does it land with you when you say that, and what does it mean for you? Uh, yeah. So a trusted advisor is someone that I can trust to pass a client on to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that person will, you know, respond to that referral, either call them or email them right away. And I know that that person is um, reliable to help the client. I know they're credible in that uh, level of expertise, whatever that client is needing. And usually the My trusted advisors have a lot of visibility. They're out there educating, um, having events, teaching others. Uh, So I have a lot of respect for educators, people that teach others how to be better in their their role um, and in their industry. Fair enough. Um, Let's see. Can you share with our listeners uh, maybe a real success story uh, that, you know, is something that you're really proud of? in terms of helping a client secure a reverse mortgage for their retirement years. And then maybe on the flip side of it, you know, for whatever reason, it just never got off the ground. It just didn't work either because, you know, the, the clients, you know, didn't cooperate or comply or, you know, or they just thought too long about it and things just happened. Can you share either of those instances with us, please? Yeah, absolutely. Well, every client, story is a success story to me and in, in them having a better retirement. Um, I have one client in particular that I'm thinking of. He called me. His house was in foreclosure and it was going up for auction sale uh, yeah. like within the next two weeks. So it was he, he had really waited till the last minute to reach out to me. He didn't know that a reverse mortgage existed that and that a reverse mortgage might be able to get him out of foreclosure. And I did. I contacted um, everybody I needed to. I was on the phone for many, many hours making sure that they stopped the sale and that uh, we saved his house. So we did get him a reverse mortgage in time. And he's still living in that house in Palo Alto. And uh, he's... Uh, He's very happy to still be there. He had owned that house for a long time and had a lot of equity. And the thing is, when you when you have to sell, you also have to pay capital gains taxes. So that's why so many of my clients want to age in place in their home and um, tap the equity to, to make sure that they can do that comfortably. Uh, as far as a story that did not have a good ending, well, Rod, you know that sometimes people wait and they don't get a power of attorney in place. And then something happens where someone needs to make a decision for them. Maybe they become incapacitated, and then someone needs to make a decision on their behalf. And without a valid power of attorney, that is not possible unless they get a conservatorship, Mm -hmm. Uh, right? And so in in, in order to get that conservatorship, the family has to go to court and spend a lot of money and a lot of time. So those are um, most of the stories that that really are where it just doesn't work out because there's not a power of attorney. So the adult child cannot help the parent that needs a reverse mortgage. Um, and then when I tell them, you know, you should 
talk to an estate planning attorney and try to get a conservatorship. Sometimes they just don't have the money to get a conservatorship. Um, so it's, it's really sad when they don't have their estate in order yeah. so that, um, you know, their best interests can be served throughout their lifetime. Yeah, I, I see it myself. And I always wonder what I could have done or said that might have prompted someone to take action sooner than later. But um, people are where they are um, and you take them as you find them. And sometimes you can help and other times you can't. And so you do the best you can to encourage them to take action. And sometimes they just never do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I guess how how long has a, re, a reverse mortgage been available uh, to people? Because I just heard about this only in the past few years or so. Uh, but I guess it's been around for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, well, the federally insured reverse mortgage has been around since the late 80s. So really? So, the, yeah, the, the federally insured. So it's insured by HUD, the Department of Housing and Urban Development. And uh, this is the loan where there's no appreciation sharing. Um, there's no equity or annuity purchase required. So these are the loans that these are today's reverse mortgages. Um, mm. And there was a type of reverse mortgage offered before that was not federally insured. And uh, that's uh, the type of reverse mortgage that is no longer available because it's not, it's, it's not the best option for the borrowers. The, the HUD reverse mortgage is what's, what's available now and the best option for borrowers because borrowers are more protected. They get to keep all their appreciation. Their heirs inherit the home when they pass away. There's no appreciation sharing. There's no annuity purchase required. Um, interest rates are much more reasonable with the HUD option. So yeah, and then the purchase option came became available, I believe, in the late uh, around 2008, where you can now purchase a property with a reverse mortgage, mm -hmm. and that's after yeah, that's after the um, the financial crisis happened, where seniors were having to sell their houses to downsize. And then they were going to buy another house with cash. And then they were taking a reverse mortgage on that house they purchased. So what HUD did is simplified it so that, that that could all be one transaction. Instead of people having to buy a house and then take a reverse mortgage out on it, uh, they made it into a purchase option where you can buy a house with a one-time down payment of about 60% and then no monthly mortgage payment. So all repayment is deferred for that other 40%, that loan amount. So, yeah, they've been around for a while. They just keep getting better, though. So um, now there's protection for a non-borrowing spouse. Wow. And, yeah, uh, so there, and there uh, is a, a life expectancy set-aside available in the case of borrowers who have been late paying their property taxes or homeowner's insurance. We can set a portion of the loan proceeds aside so that the loan servicer pays those property charges for them. And that gives us the ability to make the loan, even if they have a poor property charge history. So, yeah, HUD's always improving the loan so that we can better help seniors. Okay. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with the listeners about what you do or about the um, reverse mortgage uh, uh, specifically or anything uh, of a general nature that would be valuable to know, especially in this um, in this environment that we're in right now? Yeah, um, so there's a line of credit option with the reverse mortgage, uh, and that is something that is definitely worth looking into during this higher interest rate environment. 
Reason being, the line of credit, which can be borrowed from and does not have to be paid back for as long as you live in the house, mm -hmm. that line of credit has a guaranteed growth rate. Oh. And that line of credit gets larger based on the interest rate on the loan, plus half a percent. So that means that line of credit, your borrowing capacity is guaranteed to increase as you get older. And when interest rates are higher, that line of credit, the borrowing power is increasing faster. And if that didn't make sense, just call me. I'll explain it to you. I'll show it to you on an amortization schedule. It's a great option for people who are worried that they might not have enough money in retirement or, you know, what if the market had a downturn early mm -hmm. in retirement? How would their portfolio sustain through that downturn? Right. Um, you know, because this is, this is a cash flow tool. It's a tool, mm -hmm. just like any other financial tool. Um, it can be used strategically to make sure that people have enough money in retirement instead of running out. That's what, that's the goal. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so as we bring this to a close, and I appreciate you being with us today, how can people reach out to you if uh, anything that you've talked about today uh, resonates with them and they would like to explore uh, uh, more about the reverse mortgage? Yeah, thanks, Rod. So I moved to San Diego from the Bay Area a couple of years ago, and I own this great phone number, which is 510-REVERSE. Yes, it's a Bay Area phone number, but it comes straight to my cell phone. 510-R-E-V-E-R-S-E. -E -E. um, I also have some other phone numbers. They all come straight to my cell phone. I'm on Instagram, Amanda Loans for Seniors. Uh, I'm having a big uh, free lunch and learn next Tuesday at the Point Loma Library, and that'll be a great event. So yeah, follow me on social media. Give me a call. I am happy to answer any question anytime about reverse mortgages. Whether you're a realtor and you're dealing with the reverse mortgage on a property already, um, I'm even happy to answer those questions. I want to be your resource for all things reverse mortgage um, to make sure that everybody is educated and understanding how they work. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Rod Hatley, uh, your guest host and my host or my guest, I should say, Amanda Keith, a reverse mortgage specialist with Mutual of Omaha. Uh, Amanda, thank you for sharing the time and thank you for enlightening our listeners. Thank you so much, Rod. Y'all have a great day. You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.